Smith. And you're listening to Liquid Sunshine with my main man, Martin Blot. He plays the best funk, the best disco, the best boogaloo and beats. You know, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Hello Groovers, welcome to Liquid Sunshine, my name is Martin Plotz and I'm going to bring you some good tunes again, like I always do. Did you enjoy the super deep, deep funk, the deepest funk of the deep funk that show that I played last week? Really old school stuff, but really good stuff. And um, I really wanted to show you how all these influences of um, jazz and gospel and blues came together to form the funk. This week on The Face Radio, yes we are on The Face Radio, the soul of Brooklyn, come to take you a different way. It's both old and both new. Yes, really weird. I'm going to bring you lots of new jazz and some good stuff but it's a combination of new and old jazz yeah come to show you a little bit how the old jazz informed the new jazz what? <laughs> yes eh? let's get started with this one Hans Dulper, Candy Clouds Thank you. 
Oh my god, I love that track so much. It's it's crazy on so many levels, yet it's also such a good example of what I want to show you today. Um, this is a really old track. Uh, Hans Dulfer, uh, Dutch saxophone player, uh, best known actually as the father of Candy Dulfer, who had a great hit. Candy um, uh, Dulfer was a uh, protege of uh, Prince, and um, she had a big hit in the early 90s with Lily's theme, something like that. Anyway, that was a um, early 1970s track, and I'm going to mix it up a little bit with um, with old stuff and new stuff, because it's the new stuff that I'm very interested in. You know, I've been uh, doing some interviews um, over the last year with uh, well, with jazz heads and jazz artists. Um, had uh, had great interviews with Alexander Flot, uh, Miras Bukowski. And of course, uh, Ziggy Zeitgeist. You know, people who cross the spectrum from, um, who are really good jazz players, but really take now, take a lot of influence from uh, modern electronic music as well. And that's what we're going to focus on a little bit. Yeah, modern jazz, future jazz. That's what we are. Welcome to the future jazz. Welcome to the future. Welcome to the jazz. <laughs> this is Horatio Luna from Melbourne, The Wake Up. Thank you. 
with that track piece. Um, Motor of course, the German techno brass band and um, they really combine brass marching music with um, with modern techno music. Yeah it's crazy and it works so well but it works so well it works so well because you know the younger generation actually understand the language people who grow up pre-techno may know you know they're more familiar with the um, uh, with the pop song uh, kind of 
how pop songs are structured and the like, but uh, Mozart brings this together, um, and uh, I've seen it. I've seen them live, and I've seen how how the crowd really understands um, uh, the new the new music, both acoustic, but also you know the language of the um, uh, of the techno music or electronic music. You know, using these these things interchangeable at the moment. And that's what we, uh, that's what I want to talk about a little bit, you know, how to bring the old into the new and the new into the old, because there's strange things happening in the electronic music scene and the dance music scene. Again, I'm using those chain, uh, terms interchangeably as well. This was all brought on after I read an article by Sean Reinaldo, um, and I'll tell you a little bit more, but first, this is Berlin by Alexander Flotz.
So, Sean Ronaldo um, wrote this article. He's got the, he's got this great series of articles that you can subscribe to on uh, Substack. Um, it's called First Floor, and he recently released uh, a book called um, First Floor, recording from First Floor, something like that. Um, well, I'll double check in a second. But anyway, he wrote this article about uh, the disco edit debate because there's been a lot of talk uh, in the last half year or so about um, uh, well-known artists and well-known festivals like Deck Mantle um, playing um, the artists on on the festivals playing. Well, edits or, you know, either disco or house edits of uh, cheesy pop pop songs. And of course, there's uh, there's a whole debate about it, whether whether that is allowed, (laughs) really. And, um, well, there's there's a lot that we can say about it. I don't really want to go too much into the substance of the debate. Um, Except for to say that, you know, the debate is not helped by uh, the fact that... uh, most of the times, the arguments are put forward by, uh, uh, well, old white men. And uh, the essence of the argument often is, is that, well, you know, thou shalt not do a particular kind of thing with the sacred sacred uh, core of uh, dance music. Um, uh, and this is something that uh, uh, that happened to, uh, to jazz music as well, where... Um, it went through a period where it was only kosher to play, well, not traditional jazz, but jazz adhering to the, you know, as it was prescribed, the, the old type of jazz. That has been completely set aside. And um, with lots of experimentation that started, um, electronic experimentation that started uh, probably with Miles Davis in the 1970s, but the new generation of jazz artists uh, just doesn't care about the old jazz anymore and they take jazz and um, you know they take the electronic influences and put their own flavor to it and it is awesome it is so exciting it is so nice it is a whole new lease of jazz music and yeah i'm loving it hence uh, hence the interviews i did with alexander vlot and uh, ziggy zeitgeist so this is another one, Salomea with Magnolia 3.
cool stuff from uh, Horatio Luna there. You're listening to Liquid Sunshine on the Face Radio. My name is Martin Flotz. And we're doing well, all kind of interesting stuff today. Talking a little bit about jazz and how that um, relates to the electronic dance music scene, the modern contemporary electronic dance music scene. So what has happened with the um, with jazz is that the jazz heads have taken taken the old indium and uh, put a new flavor to it and it's gotten a whole new lease of life and it is terribly terribly exciting and maybe maybe that's something that should be happening or maybe that's something that actually is happening at the moment uh, with with electronic dance music I'll tell you about that a little bit later this is CV Vision of course, if you want to know uh, all the tracks that I play, um, head on over, head on over to the archives tomorrow, and uh, you get the whole listing there. Or if you're listening as a podcast, then um, you know that the uh, track listing is right there in the show's description.
Yeah, what's my name in it? Yeah, take my name out of that, man. Yeah, yeah, don't mention my name again, please, come on. Yeah. I don't want it to get sticky and all that, yeah, obviously. Fooled up in here today. The word nice. I'm a nice guy. Uh, was Kamal Williams, who uh, together with Yusuf Dais um, really released his um, uh, groundbreaking album on uh, Bronzewood's uh, label. Um, and we'll play a little bit more from the Bronzewood uh, sessions later on in the show. But first up, I've got um, another track of Yusuf Dais. Or, you know, we had Kamal Williams first, now we've got Yusuf Dais doing Love is the Message, um, the Life at the Abbey Road Studios uh, version. It's a really lovely long track, but as I said earlier, you know, this <laughs> what is this? You know, is this is this electronic music? Is this is this jazz music? It's this incredible new version, uh, you know, new hybrid version of jazz and electronic music. And if you've been listening to Liquid Sunshine for a little bit longer, you know that I've been talking about how um, 
how electronic music, uh, electronic dance music, um, has seemed to really have reached sort of peak popularity at the moment with large festivals, uh, DJs doing pre-recorded sets, and it's all about the um, the entertainment. And I, I don't want to cast any aspersions on that. You know, this is this is a large part of it, but. People are starting to look for something new again. Uh, musicians, DJs, artists, they're looking for uh, new ways of uh, of playing with this. It's been, um, uh, it, you know, the electronic dance music, uh, we know what the EDM is now, and uh, we want to find new bits. So over the last, um, uh, last couple of years, what you see more and more is, um, is, is uh, artists, live artists uh, bringing dance music, like Motor that I played earlier in the show, where they have, um, you know, a completely acoustic band playing dance music. These kind of experimentations you see uh, coming on. But I think as well, what um, uh, the impression that I have is after the COVID years, everyone is really, really keen to be in, to see music live again, to see the energy exchange between uh, uh, musicians and audience, and musicians and musicians, and audience and audience. Um, people are getting a real hang for live music. So this is Love is the Message, message by Yusuf Dice.
that's uh, Strata and Theo Croker with two beers one. I heard that on a um, Australian radio show quite recently. It's one of those radio shows where I am convinced that they listen to my show first and uh, uh, take all the good tracks that I play and then put it on their own own show. But they beaten me to this one. Um, that was on it on the Bronzewood label uh, by Jules Peter Giles Peterson, I believe. Could be. I'm making this up as we go along. So I'm of course mixing a little bit the old and the new, just to show you that um, well, what's new is old and what old is new, of course. But this is one of the um, perpetual discussions I. I'm having with uh, Miros Bukowski where I'm saying that uh, all the new jazz is well just of the last uh, 10 to 15 years and he says no way Miles Davis started with it in the 1970s and yeah you know he may have a point but it's just one of those fun discussions that you can have with friends and that you can rehash over and over and again this is an oldie Chip Wickham with Astral Travelling
Chip Wickham there with Astral uh, Travelling. That definitely hit me in the feels there. That was incredible, spectacularly beautiful. Um, And when I say that was an old school track, well, it wasn't really. It was released in 2022. But Chip Wickham makes these beautiful albums that uh, really crosses all those time boundaries between old school and and modern and it's uh, they are spectacular highly 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 recommended next up tony scott and the indonesian all-stars gambang suling Thank you. 
Yeah! 
justice. Instead, we will take our retribution.